Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, Horticulture Educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week, I wanted to spend a few minutes and talk about uh, firewood for the winter. Uh, now that we've had some cold weather, um, certainly um, burning the outdoor fire pit or sitting in the front room or family room with uh, a fireplace going is it has uh, a much stronger appeal now that uh, as I said the cool cool weather or cold weather has happened at least a few times um, what I wanted to talk about is is whether you you know cut your own um, you split it yourself you dry your own firewood or you just buy it in for the winter time there's some things that uh, uh, we ought to kind of keep in mind to um, remind ourselves of so that we don't have issues either in the house with uh, uh, with insects and or that come from the firewood and or uh, that we're burning uh, properly seasoned uh, firewood so if you've been cutting your own most uh, uh, woodcutters know that the, any wood you cut needs to be seasoned for several months usually uh, six to nine months, nine to twelve months, depending upon uh, the wood you've got and and uh, the drying conditions that you have at your disposal. Um, but firewood should get down there to around 20-25% moisture to burn well. You you don't want it overly dry, but yet uh, trying to burn literally fresh cut green wood uh, is is pretty much uh, uh, hopeless in that uh, it doesn't um, give you an awful lot of heat and it usually generates an awful lot of smoke so when you can essentially um, you you want to get it down there between that 20 and 25 percent before we start to to burn it uh, as i said the essentially the drier the wood the more heat you'll get back um, so if you're able to dry it longer and get it at least to that 20-25% range, the better off you are. Lower is going to be okay, except that you don't want, on the other hand, you don't want it tinder dry either. Um, so when, so if you're, say, purchasing your firewood, um, comparing the kinds of firewood that we can get, the denser the wood or the heavier the wood, the more heat output you're going to get. Uh, given the same moisture content of similar sized pieces. So if you say compared oak to silver maple, that, those are some extremes, but that oak is going to give you much more heat output compared to say the silver maple at the same moisture level. And you can tell that just by picking those two pieces up and, and finding out which ones, again, which one's heavier. So if you're cutting your own, typically uh, the wood needs to be, le if the wood is, say, less than six inches in diameter, those pieces typically can dry on their own. And, and, and anything over six inches ought to at least be split, something around six to eight inches. You might only have to cut it in half, uh, split it in half. Larger lumber, you might need to quarter it or, or even more, depending upon uh, fireplace uh, preferences uh, for the house inside. That The wood that you don't have to split, uh, if it's dried down properly, the ends of the cuts will be checked and typically have a gray color. This, uh, uh, as I said, this is a pretty important uh, indicator for you if you um, if you're trying to monitor how well how well that your uh, firewood in the fire pile his uh, firewood pile is doing. Um, the other part that I wanted to mention and started to say is about insects. If you're going to uh, uh, stack the wood outside to dry on its own, 
see if it's a possibility to get it up off the ground because that lower lower level of wood that you put down in, in immediate contact with the soil, a couple things, it's going to stay wetter longer and may not ever end up being suitable to burn. And that moist wood is going to be really be attractive to a lot of insects. So um, we don't re really recommend that you bring in any more than about a week's worth of firewood from outside uh, and store it in the home because more than a week, more than seven days, and it's likely that any dormant insects will warm up sufficiently to come out of the firewood and provide uh, uh, some insect uh, fl um, populations in the house that you then have to deal with. So no more than about a week's worth in the house at a time. If you can, you want to stack it outside, as I said, uh, off the ground in some fashion. And then as you are stacking it, if you can crisscross the stacks, uh, the drying stacks at least, uh, that allows the best air movement through the pile and then it'll dry down the quick, quickest. Later on, you have the option of restacking it as we typically see firewood stacked. Uh, and that's just fine, but it's already uh, has most of the moisture out of it. And to that point, you either have spent the money to dry seasoned firewood or you've taken the time to dry it down yourself. You don't want to get it re-moistened through late summer, fall rains. So it's really going to need to be covered in some fashion. So you want to keep the rain and say the snow from being reabsorbed after that wood is already dry. Uh, so simple methods using an inexpensive tarp, um, a waste sheet or a portion of a sheet of plywood uh, work just fine. The, it should, if it's plywood or some piece of lumber, it needs to extend out past the pile's edges and lengths so that the rain doesn't uh, generally hit it. Tarp cover can cover virtually the whole pile, and you're going to need to secure whatever you use uh, well enough that it won't blow away, and yet not so tough that it makes it difficult or inconvenient for you to go out and either add wood to the fireplace, the firewood pile, and or remove it to bring it inside for the fireplace. Uh, so just simple ways, just uh, something that works for you uh, will work out great. And then the last part here is really about uh, trying to burn um, less than good seasoned wood. We've probably all at some point in time put on a green piece or an un totally un a fully unseasoned piece of wood and then realize, you know, right off there's a drop in the heat output. It takes energy to dry that greener piece of wood out before it'll burn and that takes away the heat output from what you're going to get out of the fireplace which is not what you intended to do so you'll want to uh, if you're going to add green wood to a fire make sure the fire is well established before you add it and then realize what's going to happen that there'll be a, a heat output decline for a while until the moisture burns out of that green wood the other thing inside is we really don't recommend as i mentioned burning green wood in the house because it generates a whole lot of smoke you might enjoy that smoke and the smoke smell outside in the fire pit but inside the home that isn't the best thing to do in the end here i think the key is uh, for a successful fire inside or outside and to get the most heat that wood's going to need to be dried down into the 20-25% uh, moisture range at least initially and uh, you should uh, have great success then in burning that wood. Well this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure and I'll be talking to everybody again soon.